Thank you to our uh, wonderful praise team. Thank you, Gloria, as well. Uh, it's really nice to welcome a lot of people into our sanctuary today. Uh, those who haven't been with us before, uh, friends and families, uh, welcome to you all. As we are singing uh, the wonderful time of praise, uh, I don't know, it was just bringing me back. Uh, uh, over the past year, I mean, uh, a lot of students are going back to school uh, in September or this week. And it took me back to the first day of school last year, and uh, it was a little surreal. Uh, for the first time, everyone's, all these kids wearing masks, just lined up. It felt like a scene from the movie and uh, uh, very uncertain. Um, and then, I mean, looking back on this whole past year, uh, God has really kept us, and uh, I'm just so thankful. And uh, uh, words of praise were just so fitting uh, as I look back. And so as we face a lot of uncertainty ahead, all we can do is continue to uh, uh, look with faith and thanksgiving and uh, just trust that God will continue to keep us. And it's been a wonderful summer as Michelle prayed. Um, so many things that have happened, um, a lot of events here at church too. And um, we're preparing for the fall season. Uh, to end the summer, uh, we had a college group camping trip this past week, and it was a really wonderful time away. And it was the first time in such a long time that the, our college students were able to have together. One particular moment that stands out um, is the long hike we went on. I mean, in retrospect, it was a little bit too long. It was a very long hike. Uh, but we made the first half of this hike a silent walk, and there was to be no talking. So we walked by ourselves, uh, spaced out in a single file. Uh, this was a long stretching line. And I led from the front. I was looking forward to a nice, quiet, leisurely hike to be one with nature, you know, until we got to our lookout spot. But to my dismay, though, there was, there was a family ahead of us, and they were going kind of slowly. They had small kids and a dog, and they would stop often and kind of talk loudly. It's kind of ruining my flex, you know, like I was, I wanted, I, I had to stop the whole group actually, like a number of times in order to keep enough distance. Because, you know, if I kind of uh, go ahead, then what about the rest of the group, right? So I'll admit, I was a little bit annoyed at first because my attention was distracted by the obstacle and noise in front of us. And uh, that was happening, but then I realized what was happening, that I was actually getting bothered by this. And so I decided to adjust. I, I accepted that, okay, this is the situation. And I decided to not let that detract from what we're trying to do, this experience in nature. So I accepted uh, the stops that we would have to make to keep the distance. And I began to tune out the other noise. And once I did so, I was I slowly able to start appreciating the immediate surroundings of the forest. I tuned out the human noise, and then I began to slowly hear the sounds of the gentle breeze rustling through the trees. It was such a beautiful, soothing, peaceful sound, right? kind of like Baby Everly there cooing. Right? <laughs> But yeah, the sounds of the trees, like rustling, I, can you imagine it? It really started to really connect with my soul, and uh, I was starting to feel very restored. I think I needed that, right? It's so busy in the city, and then be away. 
And the thing is, I would not have really heard those beautiful sounds or been able to enjoy it if I had remained distracted by the people ahead of us. There's a lot of noise around us, but we are unable to hear. Today's scripture passage is a story about a deaf man who had a speech impediment. I mean, you know, deaf people, they cannot speak clearly because they can't hear their own voices. And back then, in an oral culture, being deaf and lacking speech effectively cut him off from life around him. It resulted in a closed existence disconnected from others. For us, there are so many sounds and noises around us. We're bombarded. But we suffer from a different kind of deafness, a deafness to our hearts. The Greek word for heart is cardia. Now, in Greek, cardia, it's not just about our feelings. The cardia is the seat of our thoughts and emotions. It's the center, very center of who we are. So to hear your heart is to hear your life. When you cannot hear your life, you can't articulate what's actually going on in your life. When we cannot hear, we cannot speak. And so without hearing our hearts, without articulating our lives, we can never really connect with ourselves nor with others. This too, it's a closed existence. I mean, life is so busy nowadays. I think especially as things start opening up. A few of us were talking at the YF pool party yesterday. It's almost like during COVID, there's no plans. So we just knew we were going to stay at home with our family. But now, it's just so busy. We got our calendars are full and packed up. And life is tiring. But you know what? I realized when life is in tune with your heart, it doesn't really matter how busy you are. All that we need, then, is just physical and mental rest. But when life is disconnected from our hearts, all of this busyness just burns us out. Everything you do becomes a chore and a drain on your energy. It makes you check out on life and just kind of become like a zombie. And instead of merely recharging, we seek an escape from this busy life. There's no purpose because how we live our lives does not flow from the center of our being. I mean, that's not the kind of life that God intended for us. Jesus says to the deaf man with a speech impediment, be opened. Be opened. This is what happened as soon as he said that. And immediately his ears were opened, his tongue was released, and he spoke plainly. This is at the core of our spiritual journey to hear our life and what is going on in it, and to speak plainly about what is going on in our lives. And too often, you know, like we, we speak nonsense and gibberish when it comes to our, our lives. We have so many things to say, but they don't mean anything. 
And I think that's because we can't hear what is going on in our lives. Instead of hearing what's going on inside of us, we simply react to what's in our hearts. You know, if there's a lot of anger, we react with anger to things that happen. If there's fear, we respond in fear. One of our famous biblical characters is Moses. Moses was born when uh, the Hebrews were slaves in Egypt. You know, the Hebrews had become such a threat to the Egyptians that uh, Pharaoh made a rule that all newborn Hebrew boys had to be thrown into the Nile River. Can you imagine that? If our precious young boys had to be thrown into a river? But Moses' life, however, it was saved by Pharaoh's daughter. And she took him in and raised him in her palace. So Moses was brought up in the palace of the very power that was killing and oppressing his own people. I've often wondered how conflicted Moses must have been growing up. I mean, he, on the one hand, here he is raised in privilege in the Egyptian court, but he saw firsthand how these people were oppressing his own people. Think of the identity issues and the anger, conflict, confusion. And I think there was a lot of this in his heart. But as a young man, he was not connected to it. He couldn't hear his heart. He merely reacted to it. So when he saw an Egyptian beating up a Hebrew, he killed him. He reacted in anger. And so he, Pharaoh found out, so he had to run away to Egypt. And he spent the next 40 years of his life blocking out the sounds of his heart in the calm pastures of Midian. He lived a pretty comfortable and a peaceful life there but he couldn't completely block out what was in his heart. I mean, he settled down, he found a wife, and this is what happened afterwards. She bore a son, and he named him Gershom, for he said, I have been an alien residing in a foreign land. The pains of his past had not left him. We may all try to ignore the sounds of our heart, God does not leave us alone. When we are ready to hear, we will hear God speak to our hearts. And this is what happened to Moses. Okay. Moses was keeping the flock of his father-in-law Jethro, the priest of Midian. He led his flock beyond the wilderness and came to Horeb, the mountain of God. There, the angel of the Lord appeared to him in a flame of fire out of a bush. He looked and the bush was blazing, yet it was not consumed. Then Moses said, I must turn aside and look at this great sight and see why the bush is not burned up. I must turn aside and look at this great sight. God was speaking to Moses through this burning bush. And that was a point at which Moses could have ignored it and kept on going or stop and actually take a moment to see what this was about. In other words, to listen to what was going on. God is always speaking to us. The only question is whether we can hear. When we listen closely to our hearts, God meets us there. So when you hear a faint tremor in your heart, 
do you turn aside to see what that might be? Or do you ignore it and continue on your way? And we may run away from our hearts because there's too much pain in it, or we fear the implications of listening to it. But that is where we meet God. God speaks to us in our hearts. And here's the thing. When we can hear God in our hearts, God opens up our life. You know, God took all of Moses' pain and conflict, and God opened that up to his calling to liberate the Hebrew people from bondage in Egypt. And he tried to resist it. That's what happens, right? When you hear God's voice in your heart, uh, it's not something we necessarily want to hear. There's a struggle. There's wrestling that happens. But that's also where our life's calling comes, comes in our hearts. Our calling is deeply connected with listening to our hearts. I really believe that God's will is to open up our lives. We just need to open our ears and hear God's voice. And this is why daily reflection is so important. You know, as you reflect on what happened each day, ask yourself, you know, what was I thinking when this happened? What was I feeling? Why was I feeling the way I did? And these kind of questions remind me of at our, the last high sea retreat I attended, we have a, what's called warm and fuzzies. And so on an envelope, you, you have your name and then people can write things and put it in there. I didn't make my own envelope. So I think Sarah uh, made an envelope for me and these kids know me. She wrote Simon and then three things. What does this mean? What are you feeling? Reflect. Right? So they know how we're trying to spiritually train them, but it's very apt, right? We have to ask ourselves, what am I feeling? Why? And uh, uh, reflect on that. Through this kind of reflection, we can hear your heart, and there you will hear God's voice too. We need to cultivate this spiritual discipline of listening to our hearts. The spiritual journey is about hearing our hearts, but it begins with recognizing how deaf we are to it. The spiritual journey is about hearing our hearts, but it begins with recognizing how deaf we are to it. Right? The people around the man, they begged Jesus to lay his hands on them. They recognized that for this man, it was kind of a matter of life or death. He continues on in deafness. There is no real life for him. And so they begged Jesus to do that. I think we need to recognize that this is a matter of life or death for us too. It's a matter of what kind of life we will live. Right? Will we just continue to stumble along in the daily noise and live a life that's closed off? Or will we live a life that is opened up by God. God wants to open up your life. That is God's desire. I mean, our offering song is so beautiful. This is my desire. But God's desire is to open up our lives. You know, the things in your heart are so unique to you. Your experiences, your background, what has shaped you. And with that, God has a unique calling for your life. Like those townspeople, 
let us too come begging on our knees for God to open up our ears and loosen our tongues. When God opens our ears and loosens our tongues, the words that flow out of our mouth are actually words and songs of praise. The townspeople, they couldn't stop praising God for what Jesus had done. This is uh, what happened. They were astounded beyond measure, saying, He has done everything well. He even makes the deaf to hear and the mute to speak. When we have this experience of being opened, of finally being able to hear our heart and what God has in, for us in there, we can't help but have words of praise come flowing out of our mouths. I mean, a life that's opened up, isn't that a good life? To live life astounded beyond measure at what God has done. I mean, isn't that a good life? That is so much better than just, again, living a routine, ho-hum, same old, flat life. I mean, that is what life today has become compressed down to, just daily flat sameness. But when our life is opened up, we have a sense of awe at what God has and is continuously doing in our lives. That is a life filled with wonder, and that is a good life. And I really grasped this, ironically, much more during COVID. We were doing so much less, but somehow, inside, I sensed this wonder and awe of how God has been, is, and will continue to keep us. Life is precious. God has given us this life to continuously open it up. So God will open up your life. Now to our students who are heading back to school, and some have already returned, you're going to have a lot of schoolwork and face many experiences and challenges and have a lot of fun and good times too. And that's all great. But make time to listen to your heart and be more in tune with it. God will speak to you there. And to our parents having children baptized, you know, baptism is a symbol of possibility, a sign of an opened existence. Be connected with your own heart and nurture your children to do so as well so that both you and your children can live a life opened up in God's grace. All of us have been baptized into this grace. And with that grace, we give thanksgiving and praise to our God. Let us sing together. <laughs>